North Pole Hotline. We've decked the halls for our holiday party. Now we need to get decked out too. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, get up to 50% off store wide now on party perfect styles like velvet tops and pixie pants. Up to 50% off? It is the season to be jolly. Jeans and sweaters start at just 15 bucks with tops from just seven bucks. Ooh, we need those styles fa-la-la-la fast. Buy online and pick up in store for free. And don't forget to redeem your super cash now through Tuesday to save even more. Kids, we're going to Old Navy. Holiday your heart out with up to 50% off store wide at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid through 12 select styles only. Other exclusions apply. See stores for details. Everybody, it's me, your host, Dr. Ray, here on the hot corner each and every Wednesday night on Blog Talk Radio slash ISPSO. Want to welcome everybody in tonight. Um, Want to welcome everybody to the first show of February. Uh, February is National Heart Health Awareness Month, uh, the Love Month. So we want to go ahead and. Yes, 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 the love month. So we want to go ahead and welcome everybody in and uh, and uh, get everybody updated on what's happening as far as heart health goes. Um, and I have an invite for anybody who's in the Miami area as well, too, for uh, Friday, which we're going to get into. But what I want to do is, uh, again, remind everybody that you're more than welcome to call into the show if you're listening here. We're looking to uh, take your questions here today about heart health, about cardiovascular health, heart disease, cholesterol, blood pressure, any of those things that are going on, you're more than welcome to hit us up. Um, you can give us a call. The uh, The guest call-in phone number is 347-637-3978. And uh, you guys can give us a call or you can send us a tweet. Um, today we're going to be talking about cardiovascular health and we're going to be talking a little bit about the Super Bowl. We're going to recap some of signing day and we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, but I also want to go ahead and introduce my co-host, Mr. Manuel T. Ferrero III, the lion that has made another lion. Manny, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great, my boy. How are you? Man? Hey. We got, a, we got a full house here on the Hot Corner Show. Yes, sir. It sounds like everybody's getting applause tonight. That's what I like to hear. I love it. Uh, I love it. Yes, I love sir. It. That's great stuff, my man. Um, well, you know, just another one of the improvements that we're bringing here. You know, you guys don't know it, but behind the scenes, Manny works very hard to uh, <clears throat> to try and make this show as best as it possibly can and just try to, you know, keep you guys as entertained as we can and have everything happen, you know, as best as it can for you guys, keep you as entertained as we possibly can, and, uh, you know, just have fun here on the show and hope you guys have fun listening as well, too. Hopefully, you know, you guys are tuning in Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock, listening in live. Um, any questions that come about when you guys hear what we're talking about, again, you're more than welcome, 347-637-3978. You can hit us on Twitter. Um, you can find me at Dr. Ray T. <clears throat> you can find Manny 
at ISPSL. Um, you can send us questions through Facebook, facebook.com slash 353heal. And uh, Manny, what's the Facebook URL for uh, slow pitch softball, international slow pitch softball? It's uh, facebook.com forward slash ISPSO. Pretty much everything is ISPSO, International Slow Pitch Softball Organization is is what we, we added that extra O for. Excellent, excellent. So there you guys have it. Um, you know, Manny, what's – I know that we, we normally start talking health, but um, why don't we flip the script a little bit here? Why don't we talk a little bit of current events? What do you want to talk about first tonight? I know that you said there was a few things um, that you wanted to talk about that were happening during the week. Are you? Are, do you want to call a, a pass play or a run play here? I actually want to talk about um, Snoop Doggy Dog's son and signing day today, man. He just uh, – he just committed to UCLA. The uh, I believe he's the number 14th ranked wide receiver in the country, man. Congratulations to him. I would have gone to the U, but hey, he's a. I guess he's a West Coast guy, so UCLA is is perfect for him. And I'm sure I'm sure Snoop Dogg is uh, has something to do with it behind the scenes or something. He's probably has something to do with the boosters or something over there. What do you think, Doctor Ray? Ah, uh, you never know. Um... <laughs> I know that he uh, he definitely, though, did want to stay West Coast. That's one thing for sure. Um, all the schools that he was looking at were West Coast. Um, you know, it was UCLA, USC, all those guys over there. So um, <clears throat> pretty cool stuff. Um, you know, there was a lot of schools today that had a lot of uh, a lot of commits. Um, you know, signing day is, is awesome. Um, I actually, I had an, an athlete in here today, um, actually sent his letter of intent in, a uh, baseball player to a community college. So that was a pretty cool moment for him. He's like, yeah, it's signing day, man. I sent him my letter of intent. So that was a pretty cool thing as well, too. But um, definitely, that you know, Calvin Brodus, man, uh, awesome story. Did, did you get to see the whole Snoop and Son, that whole thing? I only saw a little bit on uh, SportsCenter just, uh, just a little while ago. I wasn't able to keep uh, keep up to date on signing day, no. But I just saw something about it, a little spread of it on uh, on Sports Center. Gotcha, man. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool. He, um, you know, that whole thing with him and Snoop, and just you know the <clears throat> the, the the lifestyle and everything, you know. And and it turns out that Snoop's son is you know an amazing ball player, you know, as you said, number fourteen in the country. So that's going to be pretty cool where he where he ends up, but. Um, you know what I wanted to do was go through the uh, the rankings of uh, of what you know everybody kind of thought out there and and see um, you know kind of the the overview of it all. Um, who did you think ended up with the best with the best recruiting class out there, Manny? I really don't know, but I'm gonna go. Uh, let me uh, go ahead with the U. What do you think about the U? I think mean, you know that's just your that's just your default answer for everything. Uh, just, uh, there the you, you go. The you. Hey, you can't go you can't go wrong with the you, man. You can't go wrong. Yeah, no. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, you can go wrong with the you, and that's why they don't have the uh, the number one draft class draft class out there. Um, so who has it? Let, but, let me guess. Is it is it is it FSU? Boo! 
<laughs> as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, FSU is only number two, um, unfortunately. Um, I, I Alabama has, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alabama is actually the school that has the ESPN uh, number one ranked um, <clears throat> recruiting class up to this point. Um, so you know we'll we'll see, uh, but I think that Florida State it was pretty it was pretty solid uh, with Florida State. You know they have 21 commits, most of which are are you know four stars. They've got a lot of five star guys and everything, but they do have the number two recruiting class. Um, but it's pretty cool to see two ACC schools in the top five classes according to um, ESPN. Um, again, according to ESPN, uh, Alabama has the number one ranked class. Florida State. Let me get some applause. All right, I'm not going to get any applause. Oh, there it is. There we go. All right. Clap it up, clap it up. Florida State's at number two. Uh, USC made a late push today um, to move up to number three. Clemson actually dropped a spot thanks to that. Tennessee um, rounds out top five. And then we have uh, first-ever college football champion Ohio State at number six. We've got Auburn 7, Georgia 8, Texas 9, and LSU 10. Um, so a few SEC schools in there, a couple ACC schools in there, Big 10, uh, Big 12. So pretty cool to see that, you know, the talent is going everywhere um, and not just to one specific class or anything like that. But uh, Miami actually has the number 23 ranked class. Uh, Florida from Gainesville has the number 20 ranked class. And they actually had a lot of really good signings today. They, um, I know that they, they ended up, you know, making something up. You know, they had a couple, uh, they had a couple guys announce, you know, on the ESPN College um, Signing Day special online, actually, uh, or excuse me, uh, live on air. They had that uh, that they picked Florida over schools like Auburn and schools like uh, Tennessee and, and those things. So, pretty cool to see how it all goes. I love the drama. Pretty cool to see how all the players are, you know, thanking God, number one, and the opportunity. And you see a lot of guys out there that are being humble, you know, working their tails off all the time and, you know, one step closer to being able to take care of their family. So that's a, a real cool thing, I believe. Um, and I think that's kind of my favorite part. You know, it's almost like, you know, the best part of game day is when Lee Corso puts on the, uh, you know, the, the, the mask or the helmet or the whatever, the outfit that he always puts on to choose his team. And it's cool to see these guys do the same thing. You know, they have all their hats lined up in front of them of who they might, you know, where they might be going. And then they put the hat on, and it's just cool to see. So um, definitely a, a pretty cool thing, um, in my opinion, is, is signing day. And, uh, you know, it's just another great time uh, for college football. You know, it keeps people in the, in the you know, kind of in the loop and, you know, in the off season and that kind of thing. So, you know, I, I got to say, I, I love it, man. It, it's been really cool to see uh, everything, all the hoopla. And I think social media really plays a huge role in this now, too. You know, all these guys are on Twitter. I saw Mia Khalifa, who is the unofficial FSU mas- mascot um, and adult, um, adult, <laughs> adult video star, recruiting a whole bunch of, you know, players saying, hey, come to Florida State, you know, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. So I don't know if that's allowed, really. But, um, you know, <laughs> she was sure she was sure as rain doing it. So that's pretty cool to see as well, too. Uh, you know, we're, we're getting some extra help uh, as far as Florida State goes from, from that field, which is kind of crazy. But at the same time, funny funny to me. So 
Uh, Manny, what do you, what do you think uh, Miami really needed help with um, as far as what kind of recruits did they need to get in um, in order to succeed in the next coming years? What do you think Miami's lacking right now? Well, number one, I think it starts at the top, man. I think uh, the head coach. I don't think the head coach is, is right for us. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you heard the other day Warren Sapp on uh, on Radio Row over there at the uh, at the Super Bowl last week, uh, and he 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 didn't really come out and say it, but you could really he was you know he was streaming around the side and stuff talking about uh, Golden is really not he's not the guy right now he's not the guy we need but but we have Kaya um, that's our only ray of light really right now. Um, but man, I think I think it starts at the top. We got to get a new head coach, and the type of recruits we need are are, are mentally tough kids, man. Because uh, Miami, I don't know, it was always the history that they may not have been the fastest or the strongest out there, but mentally they were the toughest, and 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 they were gonna. They were gonna kill you. They were gonna beat you mentally before they even uh, played you on the field with, uh, you know, some of the stuff that they would do. Um, I just don't see that program at that same level of mental toughness, man. So, but I think I think that has a lot to do with the top, um, the coaching staff, man. I, I don't. I'm just not. Um, it's already been more than three or four years now, right? Um, I just don't think. Uh, I think it's time to to change because nothing nothing's changing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I believe that as well too. You know, I think that Miami has actually had really good recruit you know recruiting classes as of late, and <clears throat> you know it's just not turning into what they need. You know, it is like uh, it's like they're getting these players, these real good players, and they they just aren't developing them, you know, and that's a big problem. I think that's the biggest problem that Miami has right now, and that's where you can look at what's happening with coaching, you know. So that's that's the biggest deal for me right there, I believe, is that the coaches just are not developing their players, and that's where you can run into having problems like Miami is having right now, you know. Unfortunately, you just got to, got to have player development. You got to have a team. You got to have chemistry. You got to have all that, and that. Like you said, I don't think that that Golden is providing that for those guys, you know. Or you got to have a clubhouse leader, you know. You got to have a player out there that's going to say, "Yeah, forget what this guy says and forget about all this, and let's get, you know, let's get this going," you know. So I'm not sure. Well, who, um, who, who, who is it going to be? Who, who is it going to be? You know, to be honest with you, I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't, you know, I don't know what coaches are going to be available out there. Exactly. I mean, the crickets are firing. You know, who knows? Who knows who it could be? You know, that's that's kind of the biggest the biggest problem right now is that it's like, who wants to come and coach the U? I mean, there's such a big, you know, there's such a big, big, you know, stigma surrounding the school and everything. And you know, it's like, if you don't come in there and you don't win ten, eleven, twelve games and go to the ACC championship and compete now for the college football playoffs well, you're a failure. You know what I mean? So it's tough. It's a tough job. It's not one that I would want right now. But at the same time, if you can come in and you can recruit and you can dominate the recruits in this area, 
some of the best football that's played in Miami-Dade County. I mean, you know, all you've got to do is go in your backyard. The problem for UM is that, you know, Florida State's coming down here and recruiting. And, you know, all these schools are coming down here and they're recruiting and they're taking <clears> – <throat> they're taking the recruits away from UM. And I think that, you know, that's something that whoever the next coach is means that, you know, he needs to work on that. But uh, unfortunately for Miami and fortunately for me, I'm really, really cool with all of their recruits from here going to, uh, going to Miami uh, or to Florida state, excuse me. So um, anyway, we'll see what happens. You know, a lot of these players don't start to make impacts for a couple of years anyway. Um, Florida State's been having really good recruiting classes ever since Jimbo got there. Miami also has as well, too. But, you know, again, we'll see what it turns into. I can't wait for – I really can't wait um, for the next year to see what what happens. And, man, college football, August can't come soon enough. I really, really can't wait. But, uh, Manny, you know know what it's like. Baseball season's coming up now, man. It's time to get it going. You know, are you ready for baseball season or what? I can't wait, brother. I can't wait. Um, as a matter of fact, yesterday I uh, I watched a little bit of uh, MLB MLB Network. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm catching up. I'm catching up on some uh, fantasy baseball knowledge, some stuff here and there. I'm doing some research. I'm coming for you, Doctor Ray. I'm coming, brother. All right, man. Well, I hope you are because fantasy baseball is a whole other level, man. It is. You know, it's an everyday thing. It is it's awesome though, man. You're gonna really love it and we're taking requests now also for people that wanna get into the league. You're more than welcome to join us. Um definitely a hundred percent. We're trying to get a league going for the hot corner uh listener league, just like we did with fantasy football this year. And, you know, we're gonna talk about all the rules and we're gonna break it all down. But if you guys wanna get in the league, give us a call, send us a tweet shoot us an email however you want to do it but let us know um that you that you have interest in playing and we'll go ahead and we'll and we'll get you signed up we'll send you an email and we'll have you we'll have you line up and and get in the league there and it should be a lot of fun and if you think you got what it takes to go ahead and beat the so-called fantasy expert myself dr ray then uh you're you're i'd love to put it to the challenge and challenge all you guys out there if you think you got what it takes in fantasy baseball to beat me then let me know. Let's go ahead and let's get it on. Let's do it for bragging rights. And uh, maybe we can get you some ISPS flags. Yeah. We do it for the glory. We do it for the bragging rights around here. And, uh, you know, if you can beat me, then you definitely got some bragging rights because I got a few trophies in the trophy case. Man, you've seen the trophy case, right? I've seen it, Dr. I've seen it, brother. I, You know, I, I'm... Uh... Not scared, but I'm uh, I'm cautious. I'm cautious, and I'm gonna be cautious when I play you in the season, dude. So don't 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 fall asleep on me now. No, sir, no sleeping. Definitely not. A hundred percent. I I got my eye on you, man. You started out hot in uh, in fantasy football. You know, baseball's a long season too, though, man. That's that's all I'm gonna tell you right know. now. You know, it's a hundred hundred sixty-two games. You know, it takes. It takes time, you know, for that season to go. And I'm deciding right now whether at this point what I want to do is a points league where the points add up for the whole entire year or if we do a week-to-week kind of a head-to-head thing um, because both of those are actually really, really fun. 
So, you know, we'll see we'll see what we end up getting on there. Maybe we'll take a little bit of a vote uh, once we get some players that are interested, and, and we'll go from there. What would you rather do, Manny? Would you rather do, a, you know, a cumulative points league for the whole entire year, or would you rather do something like similar to football where it's a head-to-head each week, you know, and, and then, you know, we have seeds for the playoffs, that kind of thing? Yeah, I think um, I think like that, the, the way the fantasy football – is that you play head to head and then you know what I mean? You you uh how is it? It's it's on a weekly basis and then every every game that that player plays during the week. How does it work, Dr. Ray? Explain it to me. This is the first time I ever played fantasy baseball. Well yeah, I mean we can there's a number of different ways to play it. Um and which is why I was asking what you would rather do because what we can do is we can either have a a league where it's counts as a point. So basically a base hit is one point. A walk is one point. A strikeout is negative point. And they can accumulate, you know, each day and then for the whole entire year. Um, I have one league that I play like that. That's really fun. It's competitive because every day matters. Every start matters. And it's, it's accumulated for the whole entire year. So it's not like, you know, sometimes when you're in a head-to-head league, you know, any team can beat any team but this is more about who's really consistently good for the whole entire year, who makes the right pickups at the right time, you know, that kind of a thing. Whereas the head-to-head is a little bit more lucky. You can have a really good team but have a bad week, you know, that kind of a thing. And, uh, you know, so it just depends on on the league and what the league players want and what they're used to. Got you. Got you, though. Yeah, I think – I don't know. I think – I think the head head to head way would be great, bro. I think that's the way to go. What do you what do you think? What what's the most popular one? Well, head to head is always very popular when it comes to fantasy sports. I personally like the points league because, you know, even down to the last day of the year there's competition. You know, for every team that's involved. If it's a really close race, potentially yeah. every team could still win it on the last day. You know? Um and there's no playoffs, but it's almost like the whole year is the playoffs the whole time. You know, so that that's that's pretty fun as well too. Um, but you know, it all depends. I guess what we'll do is we'll we'll kind of get some some league players together, and we'll see what everybody is kind of more interested in doing, and that's where we'll go with it. But um, if you guys want to sign up and get fantasy baseball listener league going, you're more than welcome. I'd love to have you guys in the league. We'll bring you guys on the show and talk some trade throughout the year if you like. Um, but it'll definitely be a lot of fun. That much I can promise you. Um, anything else you I want to wait. get into tonight? Um, well, I know it's heart health month, uh, and I wanted to talk to you about that. I know that, uh, you have something, something, uh, on your blog that you just blogged out on Monday, um, uh, that might, uh, might have something to do with heart health month, which is, uh, you know, it's February, it's the month of love, and, you know, love is, is associated with hearts. Um, so let's talk about that, Dr. Ray. What do you think? Well, I can tell you one thing, and this is really, when it comes to doing what I do, this is one of the biggest reasons why. Cardiovascular health is something that right now the American public, I believe, has been fooled by for a very long time. Um, You know, so many people are taking 
blood pressure medications and cholesterol medications and all of these, you know, heart-strengthening medications, and I don't believe that those are the right answers. You know, I believe that these medications, while they do what they're intended to do, which is lower blood pressure, lower cholesterol, you know, so on and so forth, they're doing that artificially. And if you get rid of the medication, you're in the same spot that you were before you started the medication and oftentimes worse because the same mechanisms that caused the disease in the first place are usually still in effect. And so what do I mean by that? How many times have you gone out and seen somebody, you know, eating some food? Oh, oh, that's the new Twitter button. Sounds like we have a tweet or we have a text message. What do we got, May? Actually, we have a um, a Facebook message here coming in from Ryan I'm not going to say the last name, but Ryan B. as in boy. Dr. Ray, what does the heart do differently on Valentine's Day? <laughs> well, on Valentine's Day, uh, the heart sometimes will be a little bit faster, I believe, because you might be in the presence <laughs> of somebody that you uh, you might be trying to get a little bit closer to, if you know what I mean. Um, it might, or it might, it might, might also <laughs> be a little bit, I think it might be a little bit more broke or uh it might have less money in, in the heart's bank account on uh, Valentine's Day. Uh, well, I think uh, the heart spends a little bit more money on Valentine's Day. How about that, Dr. Ray? Uh, I think you're 100% right with that. Um, you know, I think Valentine's Day is good for uh, chocolate makers' pockets, but not so much for all the men out there that have a, a woman that, you know, it's just another – I feel like every day is Valentine's Day for women, you know, what do they say? Happy wife, happy life, right? You know, it's like you have to always make your woman happy. And 100%. Then Valentine's, Day, <laughs> Valentine's Day, you have to go out and make her even more happy. And if you don't, she's definitely going to be unhappy. So it's kind of a kind of a double-edged sword out there. But it's fun. You know, it's, it's a great chance to, uh, you know, romance your woman and show her that you care about her, you know. And, and you know, who needs a special occasion? But when there is one, um, it's always fun to come up with something, you know, and keep her guessing and, you know, keep the relationship as, as you know, young-spirited and everything as you can. I think that that's a really important thing. So what the heart does differently, what the heart does differently oh. to sum that up is, is it will be faster and broker. So uh, <laughs> what's the next one coming in? Next? Hey, we have one from Shelly Matthews. Shelly Matthews, our um, – our friend from New Jersey, he said, number one, he's going to play in the Fantasy Baseball League. Uh, and also, he wants to know, what's the best vitamins to take for heart health? Is it uh, like the one-a-day vitamins, or is there something else better? Oh, that's a that's a great question. And, Shelly, we're definitely looking forward to having you in the league. Um, it was fun having you in the football league as well, too. Um, but as far as, as, far as yeah, it up. Clap it up, um, but in the as far as taking uh, supplements for the heart, there's a lot of things that you can do, but a lot of things are also dependent on your your condition. Now, for the heart, definitely one of the things that we want it, that we want to take for ongoing heart health is something called CoQ10 or Coenzyme Q10. Um, it's also got a couple other names, ubiquinone, ubiquinol. Those are some different forms of it. But that is something that has been shown to be a great antioxidant for the cardiovascular system. Um, and that can help a lot with our atherosclerosis, arteriosclerosis, and those kinds of diseases. So CoQ10 is really, really good for the heart. 
Um, there's also some botanicals that are out there that are really good. Um, hawthorn berries, for example, are something that are excellent. They're a botanical um, that has been shown to actually improve the strength of the heart, improve the beating strength of the heart. And we know that the stronger that your heart is and the more efficient that it is, the longer that it will last. You know, it, it's a muscle that never stops working. So imagine if you had to use your bicep every second of every day and it never stopped. I mean, your bicep would be huge, right, because you'd be just working it out all the time. So your heart, you know, is built to do that because it's got different muscular cells that are that are different. You know, the um, it's different. It's a different type of a muscle than, than in your stomach or than in your muscles, in your skeletal muscles, and it's designed to do that. But at the same time, we want it to be super efficient so that as we age, it'll last us longer. You know, it's like mechanical efficiency. The more that you keep a machine well-oiled and lubricated, the longer it'll last and perform well. And the same thing goes with the body. So um, that's definitely another good thing to take. Um, <clears throat> in addition to the CoQ10, uh, multivitamins are very good because your body uses a lot of, of vitamins and nutrients every single day, especially if you're active. Um, and if you're depleted in any of these nutrients, that can cause issues with making red blood cells. If you have a low amount of red blood cells or red blood cells that don't function properly, you have too many of them within the body, that will slow down the efficiency of the heart and therefore make the heart work harder as well too. Um, so those are just a couple things that you can take for heart health, but I wouldn't recommend necessarily taking one of those. Like I know there's a commercial out now for a uh, a new vitamin that is like heart health and that kind of stuff, but lutein, lycopene, CoQ10, um, antioxidants like resveratrol, quercetin, these things are good for the heart. Um, but the B vitamins are very good for the heart because they help make sure that your body's making sufficient energy and making red blood cells the way that they should. If you're iron deficient, um, which is not just having low serum iron, but having low saturated iron, low ferritin, low iron, low or high iron binding capacity on your blood work, that's when you need some iron. You know, a lot of people are deficient and have anemia and they take iron, but they shouldn't be taking iron. Um, so that's something that if you have anemia, you want to make sure that your doctor is doing a very expensive, um, <clears throat> very expensive testing on you to make sure that he's not putting more iron into your body when there shouldn't be um, because then you'll be rusting from the inside out and that's definitely something you want to avoid. That's why we take antioxidants so that you don't oxidize. Rust is oxidation, if you guys remember from chemistry class way back when. So we want to try to eliminate as much of that as we possibly can. Um, <clears throat> but great question, Terry. Yeah, that was a great, great question from uh, Shelly Matthews in uh, New Jersey. And he says he's going to be playing in the Fantasy Baseball League. So, uh, dude, we already got some players lined up. When when does the season start, Dr. Ray? Well, um, pitchers and catchers um, start <clears throat> um, in a little while towards the end of, of uh, March. And then we have, so we're, we're less than 60 days away. Um, definitely we're less than 40, 50 days away. You know, we're getting close to pitchers and catchers and then April is the beginning of the season. So we're getting close there, but um, sounds like we have another tweet or another Facebook message. What do we got tonight? Uh, Dr. Ray, do people fall in love with softball more in the month of February? That's, well, that's from our friend Ryan. That's he's uh, I guess he's listening in and, and tweeting in at the same time. 
you know, it depends um, whether or not you have um, a co-ed league. Uh, I think uh, if you have a co-ed league, you might be falling a little bit more in love with softball during the month of February because you could potentially be courting some of your teammates. Um, but not so, Doctor Rare. Uh, is this show is this show going to turn into like a like a love connection show for you or something like the Love Doctor hey, or something? Listen, if that's where it needs <laughs> to go, that's where it'll go. Um, as a matter of fact, <clears throat> we are going to have to touch on the subject of erectile dysfunction because that can be one of the biggest signs of cardiovascular insufficiency or heart health problems. So, you know, we're going to talk about some of the signs and symptoms of heart health issues. And, you know, since we're there right now, why don't we go ahead and talk about it a little bit? Um, You know, these are things that you never want to see. These are things that if you get a good primary care doctor, a doctor that's really interested in helping you predict and prevent disease, like we do here at Frontier Spine and Healthcare, then you should never see these symptoms. And let's talk about what they are. Number one, cold hands, cold feet. Just because you have cold hands, cold feet doesn't mean you have heart health issues. But if you develop cold hands and cold feet and you get numbness and tingling down the arms and those kinds of things, that can have cardiovascular components to it. So that's one thing you want to look out for. That can mean decreased circulation. That can mean peripheral vascular resistance. And that all spells bad news for the heart. In addition to that, you can get swelling of the lower extremities. So you can see swelling of the ankles and swelling of the feet. And there's two types, there's pitting and non-pitting. And what that means basically is pitting edema means that when you push down into that, into that swelling and it stays there, that means that there's a lot of stagnant, stagnant blood and, and plasma and everything there, which means cardiovascular insufficiency, valvular disorders in the vessels um, and in the veins that you're not returning blood back to the heart well. Um, so there's a lot of issues there. Um, a chronic cough. If you're constantly coughing, that can be your body's attempt to actually almost jumpstart your heart a little bit. You know, if you, <laughs> those kinds of coughs like that where you hear people kind of, you know, use all of their chest to cough and they do it often and they have no reason why. They haven't had, they haven't had bronchitis or pneumonia. They haven't been sick. They just always have this cough. That can be a sign of cardiovascular insufficiency. Um, also, discoloration where your hands or your extremities, they start to turn very white um, or they turn blue. These can be signs of cardiovascular issues. Um, dizziness, lightheadedness, uh, ringing in the ears, these can all be signs of, of cardiovascular issues. Um, chest pain, obviously. Uh, random chest pain, pain into the left arm, pain up into the jaw. These are all signs that there's cardiovascular stuff going on. Your heart will refer pain to the shoulder, to the arm, to the jaw. And so that's why when you have a heart attack, normally you see people clutching their arms, you know, and it's because the heart is referring pain that way um, because it's just the nerves that go that way. All right, we got another question. What do we got, Manny? <laughs> oh, man, this is great, Dr. Ray. Uh, Dr. Ray, this is from Pierre coming over from uh, Fort Myers, Florida. How much water should we drink? How much water should you drink? That's a great question. Hydration is very important for heart health, as a matter of fact, because if you're not drinking enough, your blood will become very sick, and it's like pushing sludge through through pipes. You know, you want to have good flow um, of the blood throughout the vessel so that it's easy on the heart to push it through. 
So what you want to do is very easy, actually. You want to take your body weight in pounds, and you want to divide it by two. And that's how many ounces you should be drinking every day. So, for example, okay, wait, if you wait, weigh... Wait, wait. Yeah, do, do, do me. One, 180, 185. Okay. All right. So let's say you weigh 180 let's, let's pounds keep just it to round it off. Let's keep it at 200 just to make it easy. 200. All right. So we'll make it easy for all the people that, that didn't take math out there. If you, weigh two, if you weigh 200 pounds, and I'm one of them, believe me, math is definitely, <laughs> I'd rather keep it at 200 than anywhere else. Um, don't ask me about fractions. I'm, that's, I'm not the guy for that. Um, but if you weigh 200 pounds, you want to drink half of your body weight in water. So that means if you weigh 200 pounds, you want to drink 100 ounces of water. All right. Now, your average glass is eight ounces. So if that's the case, what you want to do is you want to divide 100 by 8, and then that will tell you that you need to drink 12 and a half glasses of water a day. What about so? What about water bottles? How, how, many, how many ounces is a water bottle? Water bottles will be 12 to 16 ounces. So let's say you have a 16-ounce water bottle. Water bottle is kind of a bigger one. Then you need to drink six and a quarter of them. All right, so that just tells you kind of the amount of water that you that you guys should be drinking out there, either 12 glasses or six larger water bottles of water. And that's if you're not being really active, if you don't live in Miami, if you're not sweating a lot. Um, you know, the, if that's the case, you want to go ahead and add in a few more ounces. Now, what about, Dr. Ray, this is a, a personal question for me. Is there is there such a thing as drinking too much water? Um, well, as a matter of fact, there is such a thing as drinking too much water. However, it is very hard to do. Um, you can get water toxicity, uh, but I don't, I don't recall ever seeing a case of it. Um, I don't think I'll ever see a case of it because quite frankly, people just really don't like drinking water. Um, but you have to drink a lot of water in order to get water toxicity. So, you know, don't worry, I don't know the exact number, quite honestly. Let's say there's a let's say there's a hundred pound dude. He's only supposed to drink fifty ounces, correct? Yep. Okay. Uh, let's say he drank in a day uh, ten bottles of water. Is that is there going to be some type of uh, health health problems later on if he continues to do that? Definitely not. Um, as long as he's as long as he's getting an adequate an adequate amount of electrolytes, like sodium, potassium, you know those types of things, then he should be in good shape. Now, if you're going to be drinking only water, then you can have some electrolyte problems, which can cause um, cramping, cardiovascular issues as well too. But again, to drink too much water, very very difficult. Um, you know, you, we're talking about you have to drink like more than 100 water bottles a day type of a thing to get water toxicity. So, you know, don't, no worries there. Load up on the water. The more the better. Um, you're not going to get water toxic. Okay, great great question from uh, Pierre in uh, Fort Myers, man. Thank you. Yeah, definitely a good question there, Pierre. Thanks for uh, thanks for ringing us in there. So, hey, Doctor um, Ray, t- you know, tell me about the tell me about the new uh, these new uh, sound bites. What are you What are you thinking about these sound bites? 
Oh, man, I'm loving them. You know, it's making the show feel like, uh, like you know, real deal here, man. It's, it's getting awesome. It's, you know, we got applause, we got crickets, we got booze, we got a Florida State war chant. Uh, we got everything we need, man. Yeah, man, and we, uh, you know, we're just trying to uh, improve the show. It's a new year. We got to do some new things. This is a new season. Um, and be on the lookout for some new for some new uh sound bites and uh new stuff coming up for the for the radio show, man. It's gonna be great. Definitely. And again, you know, any topics that you guys want to hear about, anything that you guys want to talk about for the listeners out there, you know, it's here. And you guys got silly questions like do you fall more in love with, with softball during you know, in February? That's awesome, man. You know, I love the Love to hear it. Just like to know you guys are out there listening and, uh, you know, taking some of the advice that I give you here and hopefully applying it and uh, just making yourselves more informed and healthier out there. And uh, that's what this show is all about. But it's also about entertainment. You know, we want to keep you guys entertained, and that's why we're doing these these baseball leagues and the football leagues, and that's why we always try to talk about current events and everything that's going on to keep you guys updated. Um, I know if you guys work hard like I do, you don't have that much time to watch sports and you don't have that much time to listen to talk radio. Um, so, it, you know, it's good to be able to kind of relax, come home, uh, throw on blog talk radio slash ISPSO and uh, listen to the hot corner and, and, you know, just get some good advice and, and stay up to date with what's happening in the world. I love it, man. So, I love uh, this show. You get, you get so many different topics and, you know, I'm pretty sure it's somebody out there in the softball community uh, messing around, listening to the show, just wants to be funny. Um, you know, they never they never want you to say their real name out there. You know what I mean? They always want to stay anonymous. They never want to come on the show. They never want to call in. Uh, but hey, it's all fun. It's good content. I love the I love the questions. But you know, it, it's just great. I love it. Definitely, that's what it's all about. So uh, we definitely appreciate the interaction, guys. And uh, remember, if you want to call in and always ask your questions on the air, send a shout-out to whoever you want. Um, but the area code is 347, and the phone number is 637-3978. And uh, just keep sending in your tweets and your Facebook messages, and, you know, we'll get you, we'll get all your questions answered on the air here. Um, you know, I want to get back a little bit to the cardiovascular health that I was talking about um, earlier and just continue here. And actually, you know what? I think now is a good a time as any, but... I want to tell you guys about this event that we're having on Friday. So a good friend of mine um, actually um, lost his father to a cardiovascular event. Um, it was actually during one of his soccer games that his dad was the coach of, and his, his, his dad, you know, just collapsed on the field there, and unfortunately he passed away from, from a heart attack in a cardiovascular event. And, you know, he was actually a doctor, and, you know, he was in good shape and everything like that. So, it can happen to anybody at any time. And that's the reason why, um, you know, him and his sister more, uh, actually more is the one that put in the work to, to develop this, this foundation. And um, they're a 501c3 nonprofit, and the name of them is the, the Heart of Gustavo Casanova Foundation. Um, and you guys can go on there and on my website, and you can read my latest blog, and there's a link to them down there at the bottom. Um, and they're also under the partner section um, that I have there because I like to do a lot of work with them. You know, their main goal is to spread heart health awareness because, you know, heart heart health awareness because, and, and, and their slogan is heart health uh, matters because life matters. You know, so it's the truth. And, and you know, they, they had to deal with a, with a horrific situation 
Um, and now they're, they're trying to make that into as much good as possible and help other people also prevent that same thing from happening. So, you know, I'm on board with it. It's all about awareness. It's all about knowing what's really going on out there. You know, you can't trust everybody like we talked about last week. You know, ask questions. You know, if your doctor's not spending enough time with you, go get another doctor, you know. Um, that's my that's my biggest advice to you. If you feel like you don't know what's going on, if you feel like you walk in and you walk out and you feel like you're in the same spot except you have a prescription now, you know, I would say, you know, find somebody else. Find a second opinion. There's hundreds of doctors out there. You don't have to settle for somebody. Um, and if you want somebody really good, you might have to come out of your pocket a little bit. But that's what it's all about. You know, you pay for the best. And, um, you know, it, it's an investment in yourself and in your health. And, you know, without your health, it doesn't matter how much money you have because if you don't feel well, you're going to spend all your money on getting well. And if you're dead, have, you don't need your money anyway because you can't take it with you. So um, I would definitely suggest investing in the right types of health care if you can find them. You know, like my office, for example, a lot of times it's an investment because insurance pays for a problem once you already have it. But if you want to prevent the problem from ever happening, you know, unfortunately insurance isn't going to help you out much. You know, you get your preventive, uh, you know, your preventive screenings and everything now with Obamacare, which is great, and, and we can do that here in the office. But if there's treatment that's necessary and you don't really have a problem already but you're trending towards one, you know, that might be a little bit of an investment for supplements or whatever the case is. So um, just keep in mind that whatever you want, if you want good health care, um, my guess, and, and from, it's been my experience, that if you're going to somebody that takes your insurance and you have no copay and, you know, you have to wait three hours to see them five to seven minutes, um, I'd get out of there. But um, anyway, moving on, cardiovascular. The biggest thing that we see going on right now um, is cholesterol medications, the prevalence of cholesterol medications. And if you guys go to my blog, you can read about some of the statistics of cardiovascular medications and what's going on right now in the world. So statin drugs, you guys have heard of them all before, Zocor, Lipitor, Mevacor, um, Lescol, Crestor, Baycol. There's a whole bunch of them out there, but they're all statin drugs. So Simvastatin, hey, Sorvastatin. Dr. Ray, now that you mentioned those uh, those medicines, did you see the uh, Marshawn Lynch and Gronk uh, Mortal Kombat video game uh, clip with Conan O'Brien? As a matter of fact, I saw just a little bit of it. What part of what it is, were you referring what is, to? What is Lipitor? <laughs> Lipitor is a statin drug. Uh, Lipitor is an is an is an um, but I didn't see that part of of the uh, of the interview. I only got to watch the first man, couple was, minutes of it. It was great, man. Uh, you know, Conan Conan was acting all crazy, and he was dropping some beatbox. You know, going like like that. Um, and Marshawn Lynch, it was so funny. He leaned over to him in his ear, and he said, uh, yo, dude, what are you on? Like, he's asking him, like, what, what type of drugs are you on? You know, you're acting crazy. <laughs> and Conan's like, I only do Lipitor. <laughs> it was hilarious, man. It was It was fantastic, man. Great TV, man. I like that, actually. No, that, it was funny. Um, 
I saw the beginning of the intro, and he's like, so I asked the stadium if I could do this, you know, the, the game there, and they said, absolutely not. So we're now at a Hyatt in somewhere <laughs> in Arizona. So, yeah, that was cool. Um, but, no, definitely, you know, so many people are looking for right now. So many people are taking these drugs. What, what is that? Is that a heart drug? Well, it's not so much a heart drug. It, in, it is kind of a heart drug because the goal of it is to reduce cholesterol. So, you know, everybody says you want to lower your gotcha. cholesterol. You want to lower your cholesterol. But lowering your cholesterol is actually not the most important thing. Lowering your cholesterol actually doesn't do much for you with these drugs because it lowers the wrong kind of your cholesterol. So that's what I wanted to get in with you guys. And this is kind of a difficult thing to understand just from talking. But we'll try it anyway. If you guys have questions, if you get lost out there, Send in the questions, Manny will ring the doorbell, and we'll get them answered. Um, but here's what I want you guys to know. There's two, there's three different types of cholesterol, really. Well, there's a bunch of them, but just main, these are main groups, okay? So you have good cholesterol versus bad cholesterol, which everybody knows about, which is LDL versus HDL. And what this stands for is high-density lipoprotein and low-density lipoprotein. And what they do is they carry cholesterol either from the liver to the body or from the body to the liver. So what cholesterol does is it works like an antioxidant within your cardiovascular system. So if there's a problem in your cardiovascular system where there's, you know, an inflammatory response, there's a vessel that's damaged or whatever the case is, cholesterol will go to this area and it will help to administer basically the healing process. So LDLs come in, and LDLs basically are like these big globular types of uh, cells, and, and they will, what everybody thinks is they'll get stuck to your cell wall, and they'll start to clog up your cells or your vessels. And HDLs, everybody thinks, come in, and they clean it up all nice. And there's actually at the top of my blog a really cool picture that sums up exactly what I'm talking about, where you see an LDL sitting against the wall, and there's like stuff dripping from the vessels, and, you know, he just looks like a monster. And then you see HDL, and he's sitting there, and he's, you know, a cool guy in, in a, you know, in a hat, and he's sweeping everything up. He's mopping up all the mess over there from the LDL. And that's actually really kind of what happens is that HDL is cardioprotective. Um, but it depends, again, on not how many LDLs and HDLs you have, but the size of these LDLs and HDLs. So most doctors, when they're running these blood tests on you, they're going to tell you, oh, your cholesterol is this, your LDL is this, your HDL is that. What they're not going to tell you is that you have small particles, large particles, and that's really what's important because what ends up really causing cardiovascular damage is an immune response, an inflammatory response in the muscle, muscular layer of your vessel. So in each vessel, they'll, they'll contract, they'll constrict, and they'll dilate. And so the muscles in them are what allow them to do that. So there's a space between the inside of the vessel and the outside of the vessel, the muscular layer called the tunica intima. And in this layer is where you start to have immune responses. So if you guys are on my blog page and you're looking at it, if you scroll down, you'll be able to see that layer where you see the cells on the inside and the cells on the outside and then inside that muscular layer is where you start to get all of the immune system reactions to these particles. So what ends up happening is the LDL particles that are, that are being taken from 
that, that are basically cholesterol that are coming from your, your liver out to your body, if they're small particles, they'll actually hit the, the vessel walls and they'll get stuck between the cells and they'll, they'll be like little BBs creating damage. And if they, if they pass through that cell wall into the next layer where the immune system is, there's a, a white blood cell that comes over called a macrophage. And this big white blood cell will come over and it will swallow up all these little teeny tiny particles and it will create what's called a foam cell. And if you have just any idea of what a foam cell might look like, it's a big cell that takes up a lot of room. So if you have an area where you're having LDL, small LDL particles breaking through your wall of your blood vessels, and then you're having all these foam cells being created, that's actually how you start to get arterial and atherosclerosis, which is what causes the clogging of the veins and of the arteries. And this happens a lot in the heart because in the heart, that's where obviously the vessels are going to experience the most pressure, the most, the most push from, from the blood every time that the heart beats. So what ends up happening is the vessels in the heart are pushing these little LDL particles into the vessel walls and the vessel walls are having immune system responses. And because of that, they're, become, they're becoming very clogged. And so what, what the drugs try to do is reduce the amount of these LDL particles. The problem is, is that although they're reducing these LDL particles, they're not making them any larger. And because they're not getting any larger, they're still causing cardiovascular damage. And while it's a little bit less, these drugs do absolutely nothing to help decrease the immune response that causes the foam cell formation. So because we have a little bit less cholesterol floating through the system, the damage to the vessels happens slower, but the damage will not stop unless the LDL particle size is improved and the immune system response is modulated properly. So what we do in my office is we help to reduce LDLs, increase HDLs, and reduce inflammation because inflammation is the biggest cause for this athero and arteriosclerosis that clogs the veins and causes high blood pressure that causes all those types of issues. Did I lead you anywhere in there, Manny? Were you able to follow along? Do you have an idea of what I'm talking about here? Not really, but uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm looking at the blog. I'm I'm following along as you're re- as you're talking, and I was looking at the diagram of the cells. And all that stuff. It's very interesting, man. Very cool. And I uh I also went to the uh the heart of, of Gustavo Casanova website, man. Really cool um foundation. We're gonna tweet about it in a couple of seconds here, uh, so that our followers could uh check it out as well. Um but um other than that, no, I, I'm I'm pretty much following along, Dr. Chris. All right. Well, it sounds like we have another question. um, Actually, I think this is a question for me, Dr. Ray. They want to know when am I going to close the registration for this weekend's tournament. Um, I am not going to be hosting the tournament this weekend because I am actually going to be going up to Tampa uh, to meet with an association over there that they're joining the ISPS family. But uh, Tommy, Tommy Scott, uh, will be hosting the tournament, and I believe he'll close it probably tomorrow. Um, yeah, probably by tomorrow he'll close up the tournament and, and release the game time. So uh, thank you for listening in, guys. But uh, get a, get a hold of Tommy Scott 
or uh, just wait until tomorrow uh, for the game times. All right, excellent. So um, let's go ahead and get back over to the uh, Sorry to the about that, there. Dr. Ray. No, no worries. That's fine. Um, if people got questions, we'll answer them. That's what the show is all about, right? So um, I got it, man. Moving back. Yes, sir. Moving back into the blog here. Um, you said that you were kind of following along. Um, was there anywhere that you felt like you got lost at all or anything? Yeah, I don't know what's. I know the difference, but which one is the good and which one is the bad? The the LDL or no the HDL? Correct. The HDL is actually the good one. Correct. Got you. That's the one that's cleaning up here. Diagram. This is a great diagram, Dr. Ray, with the little cartoons and stuff, the one cleaning up the other one's mess. Um, But which one one takes it to the liver and which one takes it away from the liver? Well, the good one is the one that takes it to the liver so that it can be processed. And And the bad one is the LDL, which is the one that deposits it in the body. So the deposits in the body basically get stuck there, as you can see in the diagram a little bit lower. And the HDL come in, and they try to help clean up that area where the LDLs have not passed through to, have not passed through yet. So that's the that's the main area there where we see um, that oxidation and those things start to happen. And that oxidation is what causes the immune response underneath, which is what causes all of the problems with the cardiovascular system. So again, the problem that we were alluding to is that the statins reduce the LDL number but not increase the particle size that wouldn't allow them to pass through that cell wall, which is what causes the problem. So what do we do, Dr. Ray? What, how do we lower the back cholesterol and how do we, I guess, uh, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but how do we get more of the good cholesterol? Is there such thing or, or No. Yes, sir, 100%. Actually, eating a very good diet with balanced fat ratios of omega-3, omega-6, and and omega-9 fats is of the utmost importance. Um, Supplementing with omega-3 is usually needed because of the fact that the American diet has so many omega-6s and omega-9s in it. Um, So eating more fish, more avocado, those kinds of things are good for that. Cooking with coconut oil is very good for that. That's where you guys want to be. Um, also supplementing with omega-3 fatty acids is important. Um, and actually niacin, um, which is a B vitamin, helps to also regulate the size of LDLs and HDLs. Um, to lower LDLs, the same thing. You want to eat a better fat ratio. And most importantly, red yeast rice, barrels have been shown to reduce LDL numbers in a natural way. And the most important thing here is that in addition to changing the changing the number, they also increase the size, which is what helps to avoid the ve- the, ve- the vessel damage there. Uh, what's the question we got coming in there, Manny? I have a question from myself, Dr. Ray, and this might have to tie in with the good and the bad and the omega-3s and all this stuff. I recently read an article that I saw on the internet, and I, I believe we only have about 60 seconds left on the show, but I, I'm sure we could go over... I don't, I don't think the uh, the management will mind. But um, it says that children of mothers with big behinds are smarter 
or, or I don't know, maybe not are smarter, but are generally smarter, and it's because of the omega-3 uh, levels in the mother's uh, breast milk while they are while they are breastfeeding the, the infants and, and they grow up to actually become smarter. Do you do you have you ever heard of this? Do you do you think this is, this could be possible? Actually, I agree with it 100%. There is EPA and DHA, which are which are basically omega-3 fatty acids. And the DHA especially is important for infant development, and it's something that I actually um that I recommend to basically all of my patients that have infants is making sure that their formulas have a good amount of DH, uh, DHA in there to help with uh, neuronal development, brain development um, for the kids, and also to maintain an anti-inflammatory state as they're growing. Remember that inflammation is pretty much the cause of all problems. If you don't have enough omega-3 acids, you're going to be more susceptible to inflammation and therefore more types of issues, which can take away from development and all that. So 100% I agree with that. Um, uh, definitely. Um, I don't know about the correlation so, between mothers with big behinds and, and, and the amount of omega-3 in their, in their breast milk, but if there is more omega-3 in the breast milk, it's definitely better for the kids. Beautiful, man. So... Uh... Everybody out there, all the guys out there looking for wives, looking for possible mothers to your uh, future children, if you want them to grow up and become uh, next uh, Einsteins and, and presidents of the United States, uh, find a young lady with a with a uh, oversized, not oversized, but a a, a nice size rear. There you go. That'll only help the kids with good breeding stock there. Um, but, you know, to kind of wrap this show up, <laughs> yes, sir, clap it up. So, uh, you know, just to kind of wrap up the show here, good things that you guys can do for the heart. It all depends on you specifically. Um, a lot of the DNA testing that I do in the office also is a great way to, to predict um, cardiovascular issues and to also help prevent them. Um, so that's something that, that I can help you guys out with if you have people in your family that have had heart attacks, those kinds of things, you definitely want to get checked up as far as that goes and make sure that you, you know, don't have that same susceptibility because a lot of that can be familial. So um, anything I can do to help you guys out there, go ahead and let me know. Um, we'll talk more about heart health in the next coming weeks, so get your questions ready. And we'll see you same time, same place next week here on ISPS Radio on the Hot Corner.
North Pole Hotline. We've decked the halls for our holiday party. Now we need to get decked out too. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, get up to 50% off store wide now on party perfect styles like velvet tops and pixie pants. Up to 50% off? It is the season to be jolly. Jeans and sweaters start at just 15 bucks with tops from just seven bucks. Ooh, we need those styles fala la la fast. Buy online and pick up in store for free. And don't forget to redeem your super cash now through Tuesday to save even more. Kids, we're going to Old Navy. Holiday your heart out with up to 50% off store wide at Old Navy and Old Navy.com. Valid through 12 select styles only. Other exclusions apply. See stores for details. North Pole Hotline. We've decked the halls for our holiday party. Now we need to get decked out too. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, get up to 50% off store wide now on party perfect styles like velvet tops and pixie pants. Up to 50% off? It is the season to be jolly. Jeans and sweaters start at just 15 bucks with tops from just seven bucks. Ooh, we need those styles fala la la fast. Buy online and pick up in store for free. And don't forget to redeem your super cash now through Tuesday to save even more. Kids, we're going to Old Navy. Holiday your heart out with up to 50% off store wide at Old Navy and Old Navy.com. Valid through 12 select styles only. Other exclusions apply. See stores for details.